stand up. Bam! Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Kaneem? Good morning. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Gentlemen, how y'all feeling this morning? All is well. Good, great, 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 good, and getting better. No, I'm talking about it. <laughs> yes, indeed. Feeling good, feeling great, feeling great, feeling good. How are you? <laughs> All right. So, as you can see, we have our guest on, Mr. Carl Root, and he made sure to put his the, the pronunciation of his last name, so don't jack it up. You can clearly see what it is, <laughs> and I appreciate him for that. Um, so we can definitely start jumping into dads and infants. And like I said, um, you know, Kaneem's a, a dad and a granddad, you know, having your, your first child, because that's that's the most nerve wracking, because it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm bringing a life into this world. I just don't want to jack them up. You know, like, I don't I don't know what I'm doing. And, and even if you read a book, you just like, I don't the books is just not doesn't seem relevant. I need to get the wisdom from other people, organizations and things of that nature. So I want to dig into, you know, dads and uh, infant mortality rate and our correlation, because a lot of the infant portion. Hey, good morning, Sam. Oh, uh, a, a lot of that is left on the mom. You know, all the you know, most of that responsibility we put in the mom space. Um so when it comes to dads, what's our role or how deep should we be getting when it comes to infants and immortality? You know, like what are some of the, the things that we don't know, you know? Uh, Brother AD, I take it that's a question for me. What are some <laughs> of the things that we don't know? Yes, we don't yes. know what we don't know. Right, right, right. <laughs> Most of right. us that, that, that are dads, and I have been a dad for over 40 some years. Okay. Uh, married for almost 40 years. Yes, married sir. in 1986 yes. to the wife of my youth, still married. Nice. Seven adult children, a blended family because. Nice. Uh, as you know, the statistics here in the United States is one out of two marriages end in divorce. So right. I have a blended family. All right. And uh, All right. you know, my wife had three children from a previous marriage. I had okay. one child and then we had three together. All right. So a complex blend of uh, family relationships. However, yes, uh, love the work that we do. Again, you see that I put the pro appropriate pronunciation for my last name there yes. because my last name is Route. Uh, in Georgia, in, in Baton Rouge, is pronounced route. In okay. Los Angeles, California, it's route. In South Georgia, wow. it's route. <laughs> okay. So I sometimes introduce myself as Carl Lewis Root Route Route Jr. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he he covered the whole United Lewis States, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care where your Ebonics is from. I got you covered. <laughs> Okay, come on with it. And, you know, I crashed the family reunion. And I'm saying all this to say that the importance of responsible fatherhood, because yes, when yes. I went in the first grade, six years old, into a classroom, and that teacher, you know, they called the roll. Right. And my name, they went, Carl, I didn't pronounce that name. Guess what? I didn't know. Because oh, my wow. daddy didn't live with us. And he didn't tell us. And my mama barely knew him because he was in the military. So I wow. went home. I'll never forget it. I went home that day, embarrassed as all get out. Right. I pronounce my own last name. And right. I said, Mama, how do you pronounce this ugly last name? <laughs> now, it's ugly to me now. Why? Right. Because daddy ain't around. The man that mm. gave it to me. I'm Junior. You. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. So anyway, oh, and you junior. I say that. Go ahead. I say and you junior. <laughs> and I'm junior. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm stuck with this brand. Okay. <laughs> I'd rather have been Nike Junior. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, I'm stuck with this brand, so I figured as a little boy, right? My name Carl Lewis Root Junior. Right. Sounds important. Right. Somebody named me after them. Yes. Kind of like Henry the Third, Henry the Fourth. Right. I figured it was that kind of thing. Right. But lo and behold, this man was gone. Right. We were stuck out here in poverty, and I'm still trying to figure out how to pronounce the last name. So I say all that to say this. That's I came into this work with that story, yeah. with a passion, because I wanted no other young man to experience that kind of embarrassment, right. especially, you know how mean our children can be. Right, yeah. right. You don't right. have on the latest gear or yes. you smell bad. Right. They don't know that you ain't got soap at the house or the water might right. be off. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. But they'll be mean and cruel. Yes. And they were mean and cruel. They called me out of my name. They called me my last name, Root. They called right. me Rutabaca. Or right. down south, there's a practice of religion called roots. Right. So they right. figured maybe, you know, this boy's strange, you right. know, all of that. But anyway, wow. um, I said that I don't want another young man to feel that. So right. I dedicated my life, y'all, at a very right. early age right. to making sure that the young men in my circle were taken care of. And that was a bunch of us without our daddies. Right. We formed a game. Wow. A swim team first, okay. and then we became okay. a game because we start figuring out how to survive. Wow. But uh, responsible fatherhood, role, reaching out brothers everywhere, where I am the director of community engagement. Right. We target organizations, male-serving organizations, because our strong suit, our mission, which is something unique. AD mentioned it already. Our mission yes. is to educate, equip, and empower men Mm -hmm. to impact an increase in breastfeeding rates yes. in the African-American community and a decrease in infant mortality rates right. in the African-American community. Why the African-American community? Because our mothers and babies die at twice, sometimes three times the rate of other communities. Yes, And it's simply because of lack of access to care, mm. also disparities and inequities in the healthcare system itself. Right. A lot of our young girls, especially our young women, we have a lot of babies having babies. Right. And what they've done is they put us in a box and yes. they serve all of our young women the same way with the same indignities. They don't offer them breastfeeding education, which is the most beneficial for mothers and babies. You'd be surprised right. when I begin to tell you some of the benefits as it relates to breast cancer and ovarian cancers and, and, and diabetes and, and heart disease and all of the things, the respiratory conditions and things that are prevented, risks that are lowered simply from breastfeeding. Right. Because okay. breastfeeding, what? It's the way you feed your babies. Mm -hmm. I ask right. most young brothers, because I do a lot of work with teen fathers. Right. What do you think the breasts are made for? You should, you, you should hear some of the answers. <laughs> And, and, uh, and but when they when they get the knowledge of the importance of breast milk, the right. fact that breast milk is the way to feed a baby, right? Uh, human milk, a uh, milk is species specific, right? Our baby should not be drinking cow's milk. Mm. Cows drink cow's milk, right? Sheep right. drink sheep's milk. You see what I'm saying? We should be doing that, you know. And uh, we do it anyway. Why? Because. In a capitalistic society where we place profit over people, 
Right. If I've got a bunch of slaves that are in the house breastfeeding and I need cotton to be picked, I'm going to find another way to keep them in the field. Right. Formula was one of those ways to get the women back in the field. Mm. All right. Because what happens is, especially in the black community, our women are considered commodities for the most part, you know, because they were used back during slavery as wet nurses. Right. 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 And wet nursing is where that slave, that enslaved woman would be required to feed that slave master's woman baby. Right. And so a lot of our women, once we, what do we say? Once we came up. Right. You know, they figured it, a lot of our women figured it was coming up when you no longer had to breastfeed. Right. Because of the West, the wet nursing history of the slave woman. Now gotcha. I want women, they feel like, okay, I'm coming up. I can afford to buy formula now. Mm. Formula is expensive, you guys. Right. Milk, we, yeah, milk is, is almost free. Right. Especially from the breast. Right. So we've created a toolkit to help brothers to understand how you save time, money, doctor's visits, and a whole lot of other things just by encouraging your woman to breastfeed. Ah, uh, okay. okay. I'm going okay. to go back to my story because preconception is right. where we miss the boat. This is where we get a lot of flack, black right. men as not being there in preconception. Please believe it. Uh, they figure that we are deadbeat dads, that right. we are not necessarily there for our families. And all of that is all of that is outright lie. OK, and mm-hmm. we have the statistic to prove it. Black men are more involved in any other race of men with their children. At a much more frequent rate, regardless of divorce, separation incarceration, which we suffer from a lot, and regardless of all of those barriers that impede our progress in the family relationship area, Black men strive the most to make sure that they get to see their children. Right. And I wanted to go to preconception because in relationships, and we must okay. do better, all of us must do better in relationships. Okay, hold on one second. Yeah. Let me, Um, I'm going to get Pastor on, and then I want you to really dig into that. All right? Okay. Uh, Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Good morning. How's everybody? Morning, morning, morning. Go ahead. Keep talking, Carl. Go ahead, man. Do you yes, think? Sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. In those relationships, we must do better about relationships. We right. go into relationships all willy-nilly. Right, right. And we must be more serious about it because guess what? This is a life-changing experience. Right. So from the mission of Roe, reaching our brothers everywhere, which we are right. developing uh, rites of passage. Right. For okay. brothers who are talking about uh, relationships and marriage, this is yeah. serious business. And right. then when you begin to talk about infant mortality rates, right. maternal mortality rates, and our mothers and babies dying at higher rates than other communities, that's a reflection on us as men. Right. And I think that as we stand in our rightful places mm-hmm. and we protect and, and, and provide and prepare in our homes, prepare our children for the future, protect our resources and provide the the kind of food, clothing and shelter and education and those things that are necessary for us to move successfully into the future. It creates a different kind of a manimal. Yeah. 
Because there's nothing like a man that feels like he's handling his business, man. Right. <laughs> you walk with a different swag, you know, Definitely. and that's what we're about at Roll. Reaching Definitely. our brothers everywhere. We want to equip equip our brothers to be able to be better in relationships. So we you. do we do something similar to this podcast. Uh, every second and fourth Thursday, we have what is called Boy Man Father Sessions, okay. where men come together and we talk about our issues. We okay. talk about our resolutions. We talk about we talk about how we solve issues. Right. We troubleshoot. You know, we talk about things that have went on in the past and how we co- can correct them. Right. We don't dwell on the issues and the problems. We don't come to the table with a deficit. Right. We come to the table declaring ourselves equal to all humanity right. and move forward in that same way. What's good for people is good for people. And that's right. where we operate. Operate. Okay. Food, clothing, shelter, good for all people. Right. Indeed. So we move in that in that vein as it relates to infant mortality and maternal, maternal mortality. Because our women and children, guess what? In the United States, one of the most civilized nations in the world, number three, as a matter of fact. But guess what? Way at the bottom as it relates to maternal child health. Way at the bottom, and there's no need for that. One of the most economically enriched nations in the world. And there are some things that should not exist, but because of capitalism, (laughs) we find that uh, because we place profit over people, our mothers and babies are dying. And that's simply because when we go to the, our, our young women go to the hospitals Mm-hmm. They're not really given the kind of dignified respect and treatment. The healthcare professionals, for the most part, especially those in the majority of certain political persuasions, right. they put our young women in a box and say, oh, here's another right. young girl, probably ain't got a husband, mm-hmm. out of cha- you know, out of wedlock birth. Right. Right. And they say, well, just give us some formula and get her out of here. Gotcha. But no breastfeeding, no understanding of why breastfeeding is important, no understanding of the benefits of breastfeeding, not so, only for the baby, but for the mother. So one of that, the, that's where we come in. Uh-huh. So one of the um so basically you guys are trying to in one of one of the programs at least, um, you're trying to encourage men to um push more of the breastfeeding narrative. It's just like I have a if I have a wife or a girlfriend, we have a child kind of encourage more breastfeeding than the formula basically so we if we're educated then it's we know what's going on and we can encourage our our wives or girlfriends to do the same is that that's basically what you're saying that's exactly right one of the biggest uh you know our children die from uh being premature or low birth weight okay for the most part and um uh, nec necrotizing necrotizing it'll come back it'll come to me <laughs> right now there's a big lawsuits all over because black babies are being impacted by this thing it's killing our babies and it's directly connected to formula mm. because see formula anything <clears throat> in powder can be easily contaminated and we've got babies fixing babies bottles today and that's really not safe and it's not sanitary. And a lot of our babies are getting sick. Our babies are dying, y'all, from this NEC. Wow. And uh, 
there have been many lawsuits, but what they have found is the African-American babies are dying more than any other community. So now this organization that founded us, reaching our sisters everywhere, <clears throat> where Dr. Bug, Dr. Kimarie Bug is a major authority. She works with the Morehouse School of Medicine and okay. several other health serving organizations, but she is an authority on breastfeeding. As a matter of fact, she got two sets of twins. One's a doctor, one's a lawyer. Right. And, and, and one uh, just graduated from Berkeley with his PhD in, right. in physics or something. But she is an authority on breastfeeding. And I'm just saying that as evidence, she breastfed all of her children. She is almost a poster child right. for the benefits of breastfeeding. So okay. she began this organization reaching out sisters everywhere, which went after the United States government and the health serving agencies, Okay, health and human services and all these <clears throat> other national agencies saying that, listen, we want to level the playing field. Right. We don't want equality. We want equity right. because equality is like we're both standing at a fence trying to look at a game and both of us have a bucket. But I'm only five feet and you're seven feet. So your bucket, you can see over the fence. I'm only five feet and our buckets are the same height. They're right. equal, equal. But yet it doesn't allow me right. to be able to look up over them. Okay, so the organization that founded us, reaching our sisters everywhere, said, listen, uh, one of our funders came to us and said, if we could get men to do what you all are doing, they would fund us. So that's why mm -hmm. Rogue is in existence. Okay reaching our brothers everywhere. And we are doing it out here in this space because again, there are so few uh, male serving organizations that are specifically focusing on what we're focusing on. Okay. And that's breastfeeding, uh, impact, uh, increasing breastfeeding rate, decrease in infant mortality rates. Right. And, All uh, right. I got you. Um, that's, that's, that's a lot because, you know, like I said in the beginning, you know, when you're having a child is not, it's not a lot of conversations like I don't at least for me, I don't I didn't get around with some other guys and talk about having a baby and what I should be doing and <laughs> what's important, what's not important. You know, um, and I don't know if my, my my other brothers have they had that similar situation. Oh, um, no, <laughs> man, I, 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 I was I was listening to call and, and it, 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 it kind of put a light bulb on me. How how do you I know it's reaching our brothers everywhere but mm -hmm. for those young because i was a teenage father mm. i was 18 when i had my first child so how would you reach the youth who have children <laughs> in their teenage years and try to promote them to encourage their teenage partner who is about to be a mother mm -hmm. how would you do how would you encourage that uh uh, for those that are young and, and pr pretty much still a child themselves. Right, right. I love that question. <clears throat> Thank you so much. Uh, we did a lot of work with Fulton County Teen Dads Program. Fulton County had a program that started back in 1991 called the Call to Manhood, mm -hmm. which uh, they would lock up for a weekend in the government uh, complex for a weekend, spend $750,000 for that weekend teaching conflict resolution, uh, you know, anti-aggression type right. things like that. But it wasn't so it wasn't very effective. 
So they morphed to a call to manhood teen dads program because Fulton <laughs> County alone had more than 10,000 teen dads at that wow. time. So they created a program to address those issues. And it was the call to manhood teen dads program for young men, 13 to 19 years of age. Wow. Now, listen, brothers, you know, 13 to 19, we were young, dumb and trying to get some. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we were, we weren't really concerned about responsible fatherhood or not boyhood or none of that stuff. But because of that program, Fulton County gave us an opportunity to mentor young men who had children. Now, most of these young men were doing grown men things. You know what I mean? If you got a baby, you're doing grown men things. So we get them in the room and we talk to them. But the way we reach them is this. We groomed young men. Like right now, we have a young man. Our youngest member is like 26 years old. And he teach classes to young men like himself. He has a couple of children. So he talks about how he came through, the rite of passage that he came through with the Teen Dads program. Okay. And in the Teen Dad program, what we do is we teach them We've been using the 24-7 dad curriculum. However, I've been doing this work so long that God has given me an opportunity to be able to the greatest content from several different curriculums and compile my own. Okay. And okay. after years of research and what you call experiential learning, because I, I learned long ago that you can learn experience is the best teacher, but you don't have I don't have to go out there and get shot. To know what it feels like to be shot. I can right. talk to Brother AD if he's right. been shot and say, man, what that feel like? And I can pretty much have an experience. <laughs> so what we do, man, right. is we use that peer, those peer relationships. Okay. Okay. A young man talking with another young man about That's breastfeeding good. because we're grooming them, succession so planning. And right. it works. We found that it works effectively, just like the in martial arts. When you mm. get that white belt, you got to teach to get your other belt. You got to teach the group below you. Right. 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 So uh, and it's very effective. We employ that same tactic. So we teach the young men to teach the young men. Gotcha. And they oh man. These guys are better fathers than you know what, y'all. These guys <laughs> get up and change the baby at night. They right. feed yeah. the baby. They know about breastfeeding. Right. <laughs> okay. It important. We didn't know about stuff like right. this. It becomes a priority. I, I definitely right. I love that. Um, Sam does have an interesting question. She asks, uh, I understand breastfeeding should be important, but what happens when that's not an option? What happens when that's not an option? Okay, that's a that's a very good question because there are medical reasons that some women cannot breastfeed. Right. Now, no, please know this. It's a scientific fact that breastfeeding is the optimal way to feed your baby. Right. Okay. And that's been that's evidence-based, research-based. Gotcha. However, again, there are some medical reasons that some women can't breastfeed. But guess what? Uh, we have human milk banks because okay. human milk is good for the human baby. Uh, there are human uh, bre uh, breast milk banks. There's also, there are ways that, because technology has changed so much, say gotcha. some women have what is called an inverted nipple. And okay. it's hard for the baby to latch. Gotcha. Well, there are there are there's technology that okay. can even help a woman to be able to uh, evert that nipple. Gotcha. There's also supplemental feeding devices that can help uh, even a child who has a cleft palate. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Right. Because there are some reasons that 
the baby can't breastfeed because of a latch physical. On. You know what I mean? They can't latch on because of certain. And but there's technology that can help. So uh, what is happening is the movement is this: we're normalizing breastfeeding. I got you. I got because you. Because it but has a, the formula. Company. Formula should be like. A very, very, very last resort, or exactly. not, not a thing at all. It, it's an alternative that we should only have to reach for if we really just really, like really a C section. It should right. be the very, right. very last thing. Right, right. That's, a, that's a, if you got a medical issue, then yeah. C section also is a major, major operation. Yes. That's major surgery. Yes. And guess what? Most of our women get it. it is. True. And it shouldn't be like that, y'all. Yeah. That's major surgery. Right. But right. because sometimes that doctor may have a vacation planned mm. and he wants to go ahead and get that baby, that baby that's due, right. done. And if it's a young black girl, they'll do a C-section when it's not medically necessary. And we these are the, these are the confrontations that we have with the uh, medical establishment because a lot of things, practices and procedures are taking place that guess what? We know not, not about. Brothers, I, I, I implore you to please right. pick up the book Medical Apartheid right. by Harriet Washington and his research <laughs> about the way medical schools procured bodies right. to do, you know, to practice on. Right. And they didn't they didn't think it was dignified to practice on white bodies, so they practice on black bodies. Right. Right. Slaves who had gotten too old to work anymore. They would sell them to the medical schools. Right. Augusta, Georgia was one of the biggest, that medical school was one of the biggest culprits. But I say that to say this, talking about the indignities that our women suffer, talk about the disparities, talk about the the, 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 the lack of real dignified care that I right. wouldn't receive. I'm so glad to be in this space as men. Again, you asked the question, are there many men in this space? Well, we've done our sixth summit. Uh, Rose does a summit every year. They've done 11, right. the, our founding, founding organization, and we've done six summits. And gotcha. we always invite fatherhood practitioners doctors, OBGYN folk, medical practitioners, so that we can talk to them right. about how they can support us and lift us up in lifting up other black men to address this issue because it's bleeding. and We got to stop the bleeding. Maternal and infant mortality rates in our neighborhoods, y'all, right. killing us. I got you. So I'm a, um, so Sam has a, has a, a point of concern and I, and I hear, hear I hear her on it. She says, I feel like as a man, that's an easy statement to make as far as making formula last and all the medical treatment or things that be changed, you know, like, cause if you weigh it out, like it's, do we do an operation or do I just give my child formula? You know, like, so it's, it's, it's those options. And I get, and I understand the toxicity of formula and the, the issues that may, you know, that can arise from formula, but it's like, you know, who, who wants to have surgery, you know, and it's on them. So let me ask you this. Is there, and I guess in the, the sister group that started, you know, is the parent group to robe, you know, do they have like the, the programs or ways to have the, have these discussions as far as the options when breastfeeding is not it, you know, or it's difficult or it's challenging because like I said, in life, when you find out, I can't, then you just like, well, just go get some formula, you know, because that's kind of how we started. Go, you know, 
there was there was issues like, well, we just got to do formula until we can try to get this right, or maybe not. You just stick <laughs> to the formula. You understand what I'm saying? Um, and it's like I said, it's the time, it's the risk, because any like any surgery, there's a risk, you know. Um, so so I feel a point. I understand, yeah, because it is easy. Because even us together, I'm like, well, I'll go get some formula until we can figure this out. You know, we'll find the right formula that works till we can figure this out. Um, so with that being said, do you guys offer the uh, educational opportunities or things to connect with in order to um, reach these alternatives? Most definitely. Uh, trust me, that is one of the most. Uh, we talk about this a lot because yeah. guess what? Our mothers are. Women are not the only one that are breastfeeding today. You've got, you know, you've got all kinds of, do you know that men can produce milk? No, you got milk now. Right, right. You are all mammals, all mammals. This is research and evidence-based. All mammals can produce milk. What is a man? A mammal. Wow. Now, there are, of, of course, now we have the LGBTQIA right. community. We've got the technology now that, you know, you, you probably never heard of relactation when the formula shortage happened not too long ago. You, right. you remember that? Right, right, right. Yes. You're talking about the formula shortage? shortage? Yeah, formula right. shortage. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People start talking about relactating. Yeah. People start talking about relactating. These grandmamas. Wow. And older women still can, you know, produce milk. Right. Some grandmamas are feeding their child's, their daughter's babies now. But also, again, I mentioned the LGBTQIA community. They're, you know, in their relationships, right. you know. Uh, Interesting. You, male on male or female on female. Right. Uh, in, in some instances, in our ecosystem, you have uh, two women both of them breastfeed their baby. Right. Well, I mean, okay. I get that. And and for the men, the, the, the technology, the science has changed so much that guess what? We we are changing the language from breastfeeding to chest. I want to. I want to say this. I, I think I'm so grateful for all of this information. So grateful for all. I, the Lord has blessed me with five children, and all five of them were breastfed. Awesome. Praise God. Uh, I was, you know, when I decided to, to become a father, uh, I already knew that's what I wanted for my children. So I would have conversations about it. So all five of mine were breastfed. In fact, even to Samantha's point earlier, I remember my wife and I trying to supplement her breast milk with formula. Okay. And that's how we discovered that our daughter was allergic to dairy wow. the formula was a bad decision wow. and the breast milk was healthier for our children i have two children that are non-dairy children and we tried we attempted to supplement with breast milk and, was the, and we almost killed one of our babies wow. i'm not saying that that's what formula does i'm just saying right, right. no i get it uh, it was validated to me that breast milk wins every time I know that everybody can't do it. I've also seen, experienced an inverted nipple. And you're right, you can get past it. Uh, I think the biggest challenge 
uh, when it comes to breastfeeding is schedule. It's logistics. Yeah. It's not health. <laughs> it's health as it relates to what a woman puts in her body. Hey, good morning, Keita. Right? Yeah. Uh, many women don't breastfeed because of the things they put in their body that they don't want to go into their baby's body. Right. And 100%. they prefer eating and drinking what they want to eat and drink and, so, and use formula. Right. 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 Uh, and, and then working mothers, it becomes right. an issue, right. you know, having to take time out to pump yeah. because yeah. breastfeeding means the milk will continue to produce. Right. And right. if you don't release it, yeah. that's going to be a problem. Right. It's a comfort right. issue yeah. for a mother. Yeah. So as 100%. men, I think what, what I hear uh, uh, Brother Carl, say, Carl saying is that they we have to make sure we provide an environment. Right. That yes. is conducive. 100%. That is supportive in yeah. infrastructure that is supportive for our women. So we don't get that. Why are men talking about breastfeeding? Right. Right. Men yeah. should be talking about breastfeeding because men are the head of the household. Right. Right. Indeed. And if I'm and, and part of my responsibility as a as a provider right. is to provide <clears throat> an environment. Right. Safe. Yeah. And nurturing Definitely. for the mother and my children. You know, so I think and, and I think the problem is we've been absent because right. of ignorance. We yeah. don't understand these things. So it's good that you have conversations like this, brother. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciate Rope. Uh, it's, it's a great organization. Uh, I'm, I'm becoming familiar with it. And I like what you all are doing. But I wanted to I wanted to pause here for just a minute, because honestly, I know we have to speak to every crowd, every. But biblically speaking. This is Brian. Brian's not getting ready to get on here and talk about men breastfeeding babies. Just ain't going to do it. Brian is not getting ready to get on here and talk about the LGBTQIA element OP uh, as it relates to breastfeeding and, and all that. Cause I, everybody wants it. Everybody's desire. Everybody's choice is theirs. Mm -hmm. 100%. Uh, but I have my own personal convictions. Right. And so I'll sit quietly or I will, turn my video off while we talk about that stuff. <laughs> I'm willing to hear it. Listen, but I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to entertain it because it's against my own personal principle. So I just want to put that out there. Okay. Oh, and, and that's very real. I appreciate that. I got you. But let's, uh, let, let me I'll, say this. Uh, um, Go ahead. No, no, I was just I, I I heard what Brian said and I was looking at some of the comments, but I still want to hear more about this man breastfeeding myself. I, I'm I'm curious to because I never heard it before until you spoke it today. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like right. in, in, right. in, in September of 2022. And, and, right. and, and so I'm it, the research and the information. Like I didn't even know that was possible, right? Like, like it was a thing. So, speak on, brother. I'm, I'm interested to hear some more. <laughs> I mean, about, about, about milk coming about out of men, men breastfeeding of the or the possibility, or it, it, if it's even if the men are capable because they are mammals. Like I was, right. that was interesting. But is that is that what is that what you want? You want men breastfeeding? It ain't about what I want. I want to hear more information, information about, about it. it. Yeah, I want to hear more information about it because I've never heard it before. And then this right. gentleman 
has information, yeah. research, I'm with you. or I'm anything with you. like that, I would like to hear more about it. I'm with you. I'm and, with you. And, Google and, it. Brother Carl, do your thing, I got you. Want me to do it? I got it for you. For you, I got you. I got you. He's in the space right now. We're gonna let. We're gonna release him. Let him do his thing. But look, we let you guys look. They are experts in the field. I'm not an expert on that particular subject matter. Right. However, right. in our ecosystem, yes, we do have to deal with it. Yes, indeed. And in the spirit of D, uh, Jedi, justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. Right. We right. talk with everybody. I got and you. of course, I have my own personal preferences about the way I choose to proceed or to do business. I choose to be inclusive for my own learning because, um, you know, like you said, brother, you didn't know anything about this, but because right. people are seeking equality, you know, you got men out there seeking to breastfeed the chest and they want to call it chest feeding right. and they want to call it instead of uh, mamas being the, they, they want to say birthing person. So right. the right. language is changing and a whole right. lot is going on. And that's something new for us, the brothers at Roll, right. because there are organizations out there that have people that are actually engaging in that activity. So we okay. allow them to speak to groups like this. I uh, yeah, I, I think that inclusivity, inclusion is critical. We, we live in an open world and we have to be open uh, for people to be who they believe they've been called to be. I absolutely right. agree with that. And, and I don't have to agree with every topic, mm -hmm. but I do believe that every topic has to be explored. I absolutely agree with that. Uh, and I wouldn't I wouldn't shut the door on anything like that. I, I wanted to make it clear uh, to the people who know me that being a part of a conversation does not necessarily mean I support what is being talked about. I just right. wanted to make that clear. So I was teasing Kanee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, Pastor. <laughs> I feel you. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this is a, a different space. You know, we don't venture into a lot of um, and I and I never want to be blind blinded to every aspect of what's going on around us you understand what i'm saying because i don't you know a lot of times we get in our cocoons and we have our belief systems yeah and we just kind of stick in the space and never want to hear it like i don't have to agree with it but i'm i'm at least i'm open to at least hear it you understand what i'm saying like yeah I, i'll admit like my platform won't reach but so far but i would at least like those that are get that go into those spaces you know presenting the information, you know, so at least I, I try to be open <laughs> to the, to the information and can thank you for at least, you know, you're curious, you asked like, Hey, you brought it up. Let's kind of talk about it a little bit. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, it's, I, it's something that I would, I hadn't even thought about it. Like right. it, it wasn't it even come to my mind. So when right. I heard it, right. I was like, really? Yeah. That's um, actually a possibility. Like, so you never, I, ever, ever had any moisture on your chest See, in your life disrespectful now i'm i'm, I'm about to dump up i'm trying to hold it in <laughs> no no listen listen you have to see, if you're going to be open to the conversation you have right. to be open to this part too because the reality is that has happened with men where they wondering where this what is what well, that too that too that too i mean yeah. I've, I've that's never happened i don't remember it ever happening to me or maybe never paid attention to it 
But well, I mean, I, I know since, since, since you brought it up, have your chest ever got moist, Mister Brian? Yes. <laughs> so you have had milk come from your nipple. I didn't say it was milk. I just oh, said oh, I've had something. I, I'm saying I'm getting educated here also. But what I'm saying is, Carl is talking about. Carl yeah. is talking about breastfeeding. That right. is nutrients that are going from a man to his child. Right. And I'm saying I never heard that before. Right. 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 And when, I got you, you. And when you say your chest get moist, I'm still thinking we're talking about breastfeeding. Right. Not sweat. So I mean, if I'm sweating, yeah, my chest moist. But I'm my question is, yeah, I'm talking about any I'm talking about a man platform right now. These four right. gentlemen, yeah, have any of shit coming from a man's nipple can happen. Okay. Has any of us had milk yeah. come from our nipples? This full gym. Like I said, I don't, I don't know of. I don't. But know remember this: when a woman first starts to breastfeed, the first thing that comes out isn't milk, right? It's colostrum. That's yeah. right. But I'm talking about the men. I, 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 I know, I, but what I'm I, saying is, it may not necessarily be milk, right? But it's liquid. Gotcha. And, well, and has right? liquid ever came out of your nipple? The point is okay. this. The point is this. You are capable of making milk. I got you. Okay. A man is capable of making milk because he's a mammal. And if okay. he allows a baby to suck on it, the more milk is released, the more milk is produced. Most right. men don't allow babies at their breast. They call right. it ant chest feeding or right. supplemental breastfeeding, you know, where they use a device. Right. Right, right, to right, you right. know, I got you. Pull it the, out. the, the, the to, nipple to, to, to of a man's. I got yeah. you. So um, I got yeah, you. There, but we're still learning about this particular aspect of supporting breastfeeding because we're trying to get the brothers to embrace, you know, breastfeeding. But we're coming. There's all this other information that's coming in. Yeah. And uh, because I'm studying right now, uh, both me and my uh, my lead person is studying to be a certified lactation counselor. Got you. Well, we okay. will actually uh, coach women on breastfeeding. I got you. So got we're, you. we're learning a whole lot. And it's, I, I tell you. you what, y'all, it is life changing because guess what? Our mothers, the health of our mothers represent the health of our nation. Right. And the health of our babies represent mm-hmm. the future health of our nation. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Oh, Mr. Carl, I appreciate you being here, man. I appreciate um, you sharing. Uh, a whole lot. So you guys can go to uh, breastfeedingrobe.org um, and to find out more information. Um, like I said, this is a, a different space um, and it's a great conversation. And we, a lot of these things need to be had. We got a lot of stuff happening around us that we need to have a lot of these conversations and they're not going to be always the most comfortable. Um, so I appreciate you guys for hanging with us. I didn't lose everybody. So I always, you know, as we go down certain paths, I watch my numbers like, oh, yeah, they, they checked out. Okay, they're, they're like checking sports, out too. Right? Okay, so I appreciate you guys. Sports, right? So what happened to them cowboys? You know, so I appreciate you guys for being here. Um, Mr. Carl, thank you for sharing in your time, man. Thank you for being on. Uh, and like I said, if you guys want to find out more, go to breastfeedingrobe.org. Um, and like I said, I like the... Some of the mentoring aspects of it, you know, the the preconception, the teaching for other men and women coming together, um, just just importance. Because, like I said, we don't we may go to like the birthing classes and things like that, um, 
but we don't go to we don't know much about what we should do once the baby's here the infant care and stuff like that you know we and we do pattern after watching mom do her thing because that's how i learned watching sam do her thing I'm like okay let's you know following after that to understand what the baby needs and, and be comfortable you know when when you get your first time alone with your child like okay it's me and you. <laughs> like we're gonna do this thing. We're gonna be good. We're gonna be a good. Have a good night. You know. Um, so it's it's that education pre before child. You know your baby gets here makes you more comfortable. Like okay, I know I know what I'm doing. I'm not. You know because the first time let's let's keep real. You hold if you're like okay, keep that. Oh wait, you know things of that nature. Just being comfortable and it goes into everything. Just being comfortable and like Pastor says, you know setting a place where you're where the mother can be comfortable as well to for, for the baby and breastfeeding if it's possible and things of that nature so these are all conversations that we need to continuously have because our community needs to have it all right so i appreciate you guys for being here thank you for always supporting uh make sure you are continuously sharing and staying apart we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow same time same channel uh you're watching the brother's legacy <laughs> I don't even know if I want to ask all hearts and mind and clear. We're just going to close out. We're just I got something out. to say. Hey, my mind blown. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, Listen, wow. let me say this to you, bro. Here's, here's the thing. Be mad at me if you want to. I, I personally believe that we have enough issues with role confusion in our community. Men wanting to be women, women wanting to be men. Yeah. And so the last thing I want to talk about right. is a breastfeeding man. Because those that are trying to do it yeah. are not masculine. And science is trying to change to make it possible but that's it. so that they can do all the things that a woman does. 100%. And what I'm saying is, as much as that might be possible, that's not the conversation I want to have when I'm talking to men. The right. conversation I want to have when I'm talking to men is help your wife. Right. Right. Put a make sure you have an environment that is suitable for her to do right. the mother's role. Right. You. That's what this is. Mm -hmm. I don't need a man stepping into a woman's role unless it's life or death. Right. 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 Yeah. And right now we have far too many men operating like women to be talking about men breastfeeding. That's all I'm saying. It's all, my point was that's not a conversation Brian wants to have I got you. because Brian sees too many, too many feminine men. You understand? 100%. So I don't want to talk about it. Now we could talk about it. I'm just not going to be part of the conversation because when I start talking about it, I'm right. not going to be on the side of agreeing with men breastfeeding. Listen, uh, Two things. So diapers and wipes game. Look, throw your name up there, my brother, so I can know you are. Maybe if you, if you come back through, um, say so you have to talk about it because the younger generation is having those conversations before they become men. They are boys, and as boys, they're exposed to it. Right. I'm with you. So it's important for us right. to have a conversation about what a man's role is. Right. 100%. 100%. Not a man who's not sure about his identity. Let's make sure that we understand and teach our young men what it is to be men. Right. Right. So we don't yeah, talk about I, 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 I'm, I'm with you on that 100. Yeah. My whole 
my mind was blown by by because I just, never just heard, I just heard of it. Right. Well, I know scientifically you were like, man, that's curious. And that's yeah, why I I'm said like, Google it. I, 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 <laughs> hey, I'm talking about like what's the day, the 20th of September? Uh, 20, yeah, I had to, never even to, you today you were eight eight years years old. Old when I found out. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I was 48 years old before right. I even heard about it's it. It's rare, bro. I mean, yeah. honestly, if you look at it scientifically, it's rare because to 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 Carl's point, we have all the stuff. We yeah. don't have everything. Yeah, right. Right. What we have enough to make it possible. Right. Right. But we don't. We weren't designed to do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and 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 like when when he brought up the mammal thing, I'm I'm thinking about. I'm not just thinking about humans. I'm thinking about you know other mammals that is always a female and a male mm-hmm. lion. Female, lion, male, and if the male lion can breastfeed, also, I'm like, you know, I'm, I was, it it was just running in my head, like, like that's possible. So yeah, today, September twentieth, twenty twenty two, mind blown, bam. All right, all right, guys, (laughs) we're gonna roll up out of here. Oh, these kids are more knowledgeable. Yes, indeed, indeed, diapers and wipes. These kids are more knowledgeable than we are. It's rare. To us, but the white what coaches on it, right? All right, so we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow, same time, same channel. Be safe. Appreciate that, brother. Call. Yes, indeed. Nine eight eight. If you're having a mental health crisis, uh, someone you know or your loved one, or if you're going through something, doubt nine eight eight. Brother, call. Appreciate you for coming through. Um, thank you for for lighting the fire, kind of like you know, giving us a different perspective. All right, so we'll see you guys, same time, same channel. Be safe. Know that we love you. Jesus loves you more. See you in the AM.